Good morning on this Wednesday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. As we have been studying and looking at the names of God, we begin to realize, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament, the importance of why and how God wanted to reveal himself. He wanted to manifest himself and make himself known. And that was and involved the manifestation of the use of his name. We started off uh, here on the Old Testament uh, about God manifesting himself in the beginning, Elohim. So we see him as creator. And in the New Testament, we see in the beginning, Christ, the word, also as a creator and the creator. Uh, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. And of course, all things were made by him, without him was a uh, not anything made that was made. He was involved in creation. And we have to kind of consider just a little bit. Creator. The common questions that people ask themselves is, Who am I? Why am I here? Where did I come from? Where am I going? Is commonly asked or they think about it as to why, why the existence of me? In other words, why do I exist? What am I doing here? And it can only be answered and it can only be defined as we look at the word creator. Anyone that has quote unquote created something, invented something, is the individual that knows the purpose for why it was created. So in the creator, we find our purpose. Take the creator out of the way and our purpose is gone. So if we can get rid of, if we can get rid of our purpose, then we are going to float through life without a reason for existence. If there is no reason for existence, then that means you're basically going to have a wasted life. But if the creator, if Elohim, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, Jesus was there. In the beginning, the Holy Spirit was there. In the beginning, God was there to create everything. Then that means he creates and created everything for a purpose. And specific, specifically for his purpose. Someone that invented or someone that created some special tool for something knows that that tool is specific to a specific job. You can't use a hammer for painting and you definitely can't use a small little paintbrush to do mechanical work and overhaul an engine. In other words, everything that is made is made for a purpose, but everything that has been created has to have a creator where things originated from, where things come from, and their intent and purpose was to be used in a specific way. Well, when God appeared to Abraham in the book of, in the book of Genesis in chapter number 12, he appears to him, well actually, uh, 
he appears to him in, in chapter 11 and then promises him in chapter 12. According to the book of Acts, as to he wants him to leave the area where he's living. And uh, Stephen preaching in the book of Acts, and of course we've read this before, but I want us to just simply look at it again. It says, Acts 7, verse uh, 2. And he said, Men, brethren, and fathers, hearken. The God of glory appeared unto our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia before he dwelt in Huron or Huron. And we have to consider that he went back and repeated the history of Israel, starting with Abraham there, to explain the reason of why Jesus was born, why Jesus came, who crucified him, and what the purpose of him coming was. Of course, when we read 1 John 3, 8, it says, For this purpose was manifested the Son of Man. He, he, was, he was put on this earth for a very specific purpose. To destroy the works of the devil. As we think uh, of that a little bit more profoundly, we begin to realize that the works of the devil are everywhere. And Jesus came to destroy, to loose, untie, wherever the mark of the devil had been in a person's life and loose it, loosen it, so that individual would be free. So Jesus came to bring us freedom. That is a purpose. Jesus came to forgive us our sins. Jesus came to reconcile us back unto the Creator. Jesus came to restore man back to his original purpose. The original intent that God had made him. And that was... We find it in Genesis. In chapter 1, we find God giving man his purpose, his intended purpose for what he wanted him to do while he was on this earth. And we're going to look at that. We'll start in verse number 26. And the scripture says that God created, he said, uh, let us make man. In our image, after our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over the earth, over every, keep, every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 27, so God created. The word that is used there for created is the word bara, uh, B-A-R-A, in the, in the Hebrew. And it means absolutely to create. It, it means to 
to to choose to create to to make so so God in the beginning decided Elohim himself and like I said the involvement of Jesus the involvement of the Holy Spirit the involvement of God the Father in in creation was let us make man in our image purpose to have dominion but when Adam fell he gave that dominion to Satan he literally treasoned betrayed God and gave unto Satan the authority the dominion that had been delegated to him on this earth remember he didn't give him the planet he gave him dominion over it the earth is the Lord always has been always will be and he will be the one just like after the flood that restored things back to normal again he will be the one that will create a new heaven a new earth he will renew it he will restore it back to its original intended purpose a paradise for man so it's important for us to understand if we eliminate the creator out of the picture we are in trouble because in our purpose now we would ask ourselves a question who would want to eliminate the creator well just think of our present day modern society god is dead he does not exist uh in the time that lenin and stalin and uh communism came into being basically the whole issue of marxism uh, was that uh religion is the opium of the people in other words it's something that they do something that they have to cure a pain but it's not real so what do you do you take away god out of the equation you take him up you take him out of the picture and in doing so you're left with a hollow blank whatever vessel page canvas in other words now what so man becomes god and he paints his own destiny he paints his own purpose he paint so then you wind up with people whether it's fascism communism marxism with whatever it is you wind up with man trying to make man in his image but jesus came for a divine purpose that we would be recreated that we would be restored back unto god in and fashioned after the image of christ himself so there we find our purpose we find our reason for existence take jesus out of the picture and there is once again no purpose for a human being there is none whatsoever and people will always be asking the question why am i here where am i going but it all goes back to the very beginning so as we continue it says in verse 27 so god created man in his own image in the image of god created he him male and female created he them verse 28 and god blessed them 
And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply. So we see here Elohim involved in these three scriptures. And God said, Let us make man. And Elohim. So God created man. Elohim created man. So God blessed them. Man was blessed. He was blessed because he was put in a perfect garden. He was blessed because he had food. He was blessed because he was going to be able to procreate. He was blessed because he was going to multiply. He was blessed because he was going to replenish the earth. He was blessed because he was going to subdue it. He was blessed because he was given dominion over the fish. He was blessed because he was given dominion over the fowls of the air and every living thing that moves upon the earth. He truly was blessed. There we see once again God's intent and purpose for man. And then, of course, in verse 29, God says, I've given you uh, every herb and uh, bearing seed, uh, which is upon the face of all the earth, every tree, which is the fruit of that tree, yielding seed uh, to you, it shall be your meat. But he was created for a purpose. So remove the creator and then we remove our purpose. So Acts 7 again. And he said, men and brethren, fathers hearken. The God of glory appeared unto our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia. Well, he appears to him again in Genesis chapter 17 in verse 1. And it says, and when Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord, this is Jehovah, appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the Almighty God, walk before me, be thou perfect. Now, Jehovah didn't tell him I'm Jehovah, but it's the God of glory that appeared unto him, because we just saw that in the book of Acts. But he when he appears to him, he says, I am the Almighty. He is describing himself. He is giving him a name. I am El Shaddai, the, the Almighty God, the all-sufficient God, the one that provides for you what you need, when you need it, where you need it. I am not limited, but I'm also the Almighty in that I have been your protector. Walk before me and be mature. Now, of course, in the book of Exodus, chapter 6, verse 1, now we have Moses' account as he says, Then the Lord, this is Jehovah, said unto Moses, Now thou shalt see what I will do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand shall he let them go, and with a strong hand shall he drive them out. And Elohim spoke unto Moses and said unto him, I am Jehovah. So now we see the manifestation of God in his name, Jehovah, to Moses. And of course, the next verse I want to read, we'll leave off here because we've run out of time. And it says in verse 6, I appeared unto Abraham and unto Isaac and unto Jacob, by the name of God Almighty. But by my name Jehovah, I was not known unto them. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord be gracious unto you. 
May the Lord fill you with peace this day. Keep looking up our Redeemer and redemption draweth nigh. Join us tomorrow as we continue. In Jesus' name, amen.